Hello, hello. Today is January 25th, 3.39 Eastern Standard Time. It's PM this time. Uh, Brian here from quantlabs.net. Today we're going to talk about defensive trading in well, what could be a recessionary times. I'm seeing calls for crypto uh, to crash. The odd, very rare um, uh, post I do get about a potential crash in the in the markets, stock markets. Um, but January has been a very strong month for trading. Now, uh, let's talk about will a recession come on? Uh, I would have said a month ago, probably, because December was a very weak month. Uh, January has been proven to be a very strong month. Um, but again, going February, March, and so on, uh, there's a couple of things we need to look out for. First of all, copper prices have come down. So that tells you that there's less demand for manufacturing moving into the future. So if there's less demand there as copper falls, that's a concern. Uh, other concerns that will impact negatively is the outlook of a lot of companies from the most recent uh, income uh, market uh uh, reports coming out on the for uh, Q4 of last year. So there's that. That's some of the reasons why the market tanked today. But it's been very strong, as I said, all month. Um, so some concerns in the offing. So on Monday night, and if you're not on my uh, event list, go over to quant-labs.net and look for the events tab. In there, you'll find my webinars and. They're free, Monday night, 7 o'clock, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, this time around on Monday night, I did talk about, yes, we have live trading working. Yes, uh, we we can open up X amount of charts to ping upon your system resources. But that's not what it's really about. What it's about is to ensure we're opening up the correct stocks. Uh for potential trades, even though uh, maybe you know you don't know, but I, I use the the simple moving averages uh, of time over 20, 50, and 200 working days. On top of, um, I can measure volatility for those stocks, uh, all US, U.S. listed, all those stocks, we can measure volatility on a weekly and monthly basis. What I've found over the last few weeks, when you have stocks moving with very high, uh, very high, uh, just price action moving up very quickly where the SMAs spike, uh, what can happen is a good, a good example is WWE, Worldwide Wrestling, uh, where founder, uh, Vince McMahon wanted to sell off uh, WWE. Well, the stock shot up for about three, four days, and it was a contender, but I knew it was not long-term because when you look at, or I did look at the volatility for that stock, it was pretty high, even on a monthly basis or a weekly basis. So right there, you just don't want to take those kind of stocks because you're, what you're doing is you're kind of like chasing return. And um, when there's uh, chasing return is just a, a big no-no now because you will maybe get a little bit of profit um, or the stock may go sideways. So as a result, 
not a wise move to go after those kind of stocks. And with the spreadsheets that I post for my members, I do post the um, the volatility rating for, as I said, weekly and monthly. And there's a certain criteria you want to have below that um, to be considered low vol volatility. So as a result, um, important information to know, more reasons to join to really save uh, your positions. Because today was a shocker. Yeah, markets go down. Uh, that's the world of the mark of the markets. But we had a strong January. You got a, a good rally, whatever you traded. But what happens if February is not strong or March is not strong? What do you do? So I did say, as I said in that webinar, I had to find new ways to find stocks that have proven uh, that is not chasing returns, that are not part of that last tail end of their most recent upswing rally. Um, because of the conditions I mentioned earlier. So as a result, um, I do, I have the capabilities now. You might have heard one of my podcasts mentioning the top performing market sectors. I can do that. I can run that. Well, this month has been really strong where certain sectors, quite a few, were over 20% for the month. So I'm able to run that and uh, scan all the profitable ETFs, okay? Uh, grab their holdings, and then individually uh, download those stocks that are profitable with a, with a good SMA momentum and um, be able to do that. So if you followed me on Seeking Alpha, you knew I had a methodology that worked like gangbusters. And that methodology, it was kind of something they didn't like. But at the end of the day, I'm still using it for my own needs by broadcasting my own content here, like on this podcast. So I'm able to run those against each and every single stock that I'm able to scan. So for instance, last night, I'm able to scan all the stocks in ETFs in market sectors that were over 20% for the month. So that brought, brings back 1,600 plus stocks that I'm able to run against. So I have another process that will run that against each stock and just get and extract out the SMA, again, the SMA performance on the three periods, 20, 50, 200 working day, plus the volatility. From there, I'm able to build a ranking file or basically turns into a spreadsheet and then be able to rank all those stocks against each other. And then, which I've made available to my paying quant elite members, the code in Python, I have a script that will go out and basically filter out any performance I want. So I want certain uh, stocks that have certain metric in SMA. I want certain stocks, and this is all compounded with the N, and I want uh, all those stocks that are below a certain metric to be considered low volatility. And on top of that, I'm able to only bring in those stocks uh, at that are less than X amount of dollars on the stock price. So I'm able to do that. So in my case, if I have a micro account with interactive brokers and still really testing, as I hinted at in the webinar, um, I'm able to then uh, generate all those metrics and then only bring in stocks that are less than $30. So we're dealing with micro caps. And the reason for that is it's great for small uh, account trading accounts. Because even with the larger uh, accounts or larger stocks, let's say Tesla, Apple, that are a few hundred dollars, 
you trade those they those eat into your total uh balance of what you can trade or not trade so there's always an opportunity cost so it's better to uh maybe go after the mid cap or 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 uh the uh small caps uh in my case under let's say thirty dollars depends how you define uh the uh what a micro cap is by define it under a certain price anyways so you do that and then as i said we brought in 1600 stocks meaning all those metrics and then i ran another process to only bring in stocks that are less than 30 dollars okay now that had generated 121 stocks okay so out of that there's now a new third methodology that i still have to automate analyzing those reports that I used to do for Seek and Alpha. And what I found a discovery here, and you can only do this with stock. You can't do this with crypto. You can't do this with Forex. You can't do this with any other asset class. But what it gives you, even ETFs, you can't do. But there's two metrics that you can use to line up to say, if you want to keep a certain amount of stocks as part of your, we'll call it watch list. So you already have stocks that are performing fairly well on the simple moving averages, low volatility, but out of the 120 plus, 121, whatever it was, stocks, I'm now looking for stocks that are generating, uh, they talk about their future, if you catch what I'm saying. Um, and uh, that's one metric. And then the other metric is what are other people rating that stock for? Okay. So you see what I'm saying? I have certain metrics in both those uh, metrics. And um, what I'm finding is uh, out of the 121 stocks, let's say, only eight stocks met uh, those metrics I just spoke of. So a lot of them have very weak talking about their future. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, hopefully, if you're experienced. And the other metric is uh, what other people are saying are either setting the stock as being neutral or just sell it. Again, hints here. And out of that, out of 120 stocks, only eight stocks met those metrics. Okay. So that means only out of those eight stocks, those are the ones I'm going to put on my watch list. So now I'm removing those stocks uh, that don't meet certain uh, fundamental metrics and also other uh, analysts of what they're saying as well. So that's another third level of, of, of filtering out the really good stock. Because now you've got out of those eight stocks, you have those stocks that have very strong confidence in what they're putting out. That's the company itself. And the other thing is that the people watching that stock also have a very good uh, confidence level in the stock based upon their rating. I'm just dropping hints here. Anyway, so out of those eight, those are what's going to go on my watch list. So I didn't do any trading today. I want to do some further testing on this theory. But so far what I found is, is that uh, it works 100% of the time, okay, because those eight stocks out of really out of the eight stocks that have been whittled down from over 1,600 meet profitability uh, and, and today is a down market. I want to test that again with the down market performance as well. But I did test it yesterday, last night, and everything, all those eight stocks did pass. So I'm not here to say 
it's a hundred percent with confidence that this works, but it raises my confidence to focus on only on those stocks and not on uh, those stocks that have, as I said, weak uh, people talking about it or neutral, not good enough. Also, the other one is again two hints here, same hints is what the stock or the company for the stock says about themselves. If those are not enough to raise my confidence, the question then becomes why would I want to trade them? So here's the problem is that I can guarantee you other analysts are not doing this. Um, uh, ETFs for sure. It's proven to me right now. Uh, last year, if these were really properly managed so-called professional analysts in, in this financial field, why are only 10% out of 90? So, so 10% of all ETFs where I could have access to eight, 900 on interactive brokers. Why is it only 10% are profitable for the year in 2022, which was obviously a very weak year, worst in for returns in probably decades. So why has the financial industry failed to generate positive returning ETFs? Because they're not doing what I'm doing. On top of uh, even the companies and the holdings uh, in those ETFs, you have to question too, why are they not making money? Because like I said, what I've done is I've generated over, I don't know how many ETFs across the board. Let's say, let's, let's just say, let's say it's 100 ETFs that were picked out of profitable ETFs. And as I said, out of those ETFs, 1,600 companies were generated. And then when you look at 1,600 companies, only eight would be considered to have a solid future. Okay, eight, that's it. So that tells you how badly the financial uh, so-called professional advisors, uh, ETF providers, and uh, individual advisors are failing you. Okay, so again, that's the reason why I think you want to be part of this this membership as it goes up in price. Um, and uh, we're live trading now. Uh, I'm, I am looking in the journaling. I did talk about that on Monday night. Again, you want to be on the if you want to know about the webinars, go to Quant Labs hyphen Quant hyphen Labs. Dot net at the top, just look for the events tab, okay, and then click that. I'll take you to the future webinars on Monday nights, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, so there's that. So, uh, if you want to know more what I do, go over to uh, my webs uh, website over at quantlabs.net/slash books, quantlabs.net/slash books. So, I'll put both links in the description. And uh, there at, at the quantlabs.net slash books, you'll be able to sign up for free uh, set of tools in a PDF that I, that can be used in Windows. They can and cannot help, depends. But they're still helpful to, to know about. On top of, uh, you'll, you'll be able to uh, join my email list. Because right now, what, what's going to happen is we're going to do a live uh, webinar course on uh, showing you how to kind of set this up um, more specifically focusing on the trade platform I use called MotoWave um, and uh, still working out what I'm going to put in the course. And then um, out of that, uh, 
you can join if you're a coder. And you don't have to be a coder to do any of this MotoWave stuff. Um, it's, it's nice to be able to set up the proper stocks or crypto or Forex that you want, set up a working trading strategy to let a trade do its thing with very little um, interference from the human perspective. Okay, we'll leave it at that. Thanks for listening and have a good day.